This is the Coming Out Loved and Supported Podcast, the group for the LGBTQ plus community and family of LGBTQ plus wanting to learn more and do better. I am your host, Annie Henderson. I'm a certified professional life coach and also a member of the LGBTQ plus community. We are so glad you're here. Please like and subscribe. And if you know anyone that is needing support as they are going through their journey, please share because I honestly believe by doing so, we can save lives. Hello, this is Annie Henderson, your Coming Out Coach on the Coming Out Loved and Supported Podcast. Thanks for being here for this episode. Okay. Today, we are remembering Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the lessons that she taught us. A little bit about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ginsburg has worked her entire career to eliminate gender-based stereotyping in legislation and regulations. Appointed Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court by President William Clinton in 1993, she is the second woman to sit on the bench of the United States Supreme Court in its 212-year history. Wow. So since this is a podcast for LGBTQ plus and allies, I do want to mention one of her landmark cases, and that is the Obergefell versus Hodges in 2015. This landmark case granted same-sex couples the right to marry in all 50 states. As a former officiant of same-sex weddings and an advocate for LGBTQ rights, it is believed that Ginsburg's outspokenness affected public opinion. Ultimately, the court ruled 5-4 to four in favor of legalizing same-sex marriage. Ah, I don't think I knew the fact that she was an officiant of same-sex weddings. I just love her even more. Ginsburg died from the complications of pancreatic cancer on September 18th, 2020, at age 87. So today, I wanted to share with everyone just some lessons, some different lessons and bits about her life. And of course, this could go on for hours and days and weeks, but we're going to keep it nice and short and just pick a few things to mention and talk about and remember her by. I just put a a video on my Facebook page about one of the books I had bought for my daughter a few years back, and it was the I Descent book. If you go to my Facebook page, just Annie M. Henderson, you'll find the Amazon link, or you can just look it up on Amazon. But it's a great way to introduce, and especially if you have daughters, right, to encourage and empower them. So let's get into this. One of the first lessons we'll talk about today is don't be afraid to get out in front of causes that are meaningful to you. Mm. Ginsburg was an advocate for women's rights. I feel like everyone knows that, but a lot of times I assume too much. Especially after the uphill battle she experienced while getting her own education and starting her career. 
After graduating from the top of her class at Cornell, she was one of nine women in her class at Harvard Law School in 1956. While at Harvard, she simultaneously was raising her 14-month-old daughter while dealing with a sexist dean who actually asked her how she could justify taking a spot from a qualified man. Okay, so what can we get from that? So she obviously had to believe in what she was wanting, right? It had to be really meaningful to her to be raising her daughter. I know at some point her husband was sick also, and she ended up helping take notes and help kind of reteach him some of the information as well, because they were in some of the same classes, I believe. And then also, you know, getting some heat from the dean. So I often hear this phrase, what's your why, right? Your why, your reason for doing something has to be big enough to fight an uphill battle, like being only one of nine women while raising a 14-month-old daughter, while being harassed by the sexist dean. So look at what it is that you're after in your own life. Is it meaningful to you? Do you love your work or is it just a job? Mm, That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, so make sure you have your whys down pat. Simon Sinek, I believe, has the book and a TED Talk all about your why. So look up Simon Sinek. If you haven't heard of him before, that will be a great talk about your why and why it should be so powerful and strong and meaningful and how that can help you get through some of the dips of life. All right. Our next, our next lesson is stretch yourself to achieve your goals. Let me read that again. Stretch yourself to achieve your goals. So personally, uh, when I was in education, right, we wanted to believe in our students. We wanted to have high expectations so that they could reach them. And let's see how this applies to (laughs) Justice Ginsburg. Ginsburg is nothing if not determined. Back in the 60s, she casually, just casually, (laughs) learned Swedish in order to co-author civil procedure in Sweden. The justice's workout routine is famous for its consistency and rigor. Ginsburg hits the gym with her trainer every day and puts herself through the paces with machine pull-downs, medicine ball push-ups, and wall squats. Not even a diagnosis of pancreatic cancer could slow down Ginsburg down. She had no plans to retire. Okay. <laughs> so reading and listening to information like that, is that not inspiring? Does that not want to make you drop your excuses? Right? If she can do all of those amazing workouts, what is stopping me, 
right? I'm a healthy 39 year old. (laughs) The weather right now in September is perfect. There's no reason, no excuses. Uh, I love it. And I love how she just had no plans to retire, but that's, that's the power of having a strong why, right? That's what she wanted to do. That was her life and her way of making a difference. I love that she casually learned Swedish. <laughs> I know I've been struggling to to learn Spanish and it's uh it's having a hard time taking hold. What about you guys? How's everyone doing with that? Um I am fascinated by people who have who are bilingual or multilingual. I will keep working at it everyone. Um so let's see. Yeah. Cancer will not slow her down. Nothing. Um, so stretch yourself. If she can stretch herself to do all those things, what are your goals? And if you don't have any, it might be time to reach out and message me, (laughs) your, your friendly life coach. What are your goals? What do you want? And yeah, you might not have a goal for this month, but what about a year in the future, five years, 10 years? What is it you want to achieve? Is there some area that you want to make a difference? Do you want to make start making plans to retire? Now, <laughs> yes. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was extraordinary and she had no plans to retire at 87, but that doesn't mean that you can't make plans to retire yourself. So start thinking about that early. I know (laughs) we've already talked to my daughter about moving away once she graduates. It's not even quite close, but we uh, are intentional about it. We have our plans. It's something to be excited and look forward to. Uh, We talk about our work goals and things we want to accomplish often, right? It gives you something to look forward to and dream about. The next lesson that the notorious RBG teaches us is find a partner that supports you and vice versa. Well, personally, I just jumped into that a little early, but let's hear about Ruth first. Ginsburg was married to her husband, Martin, for 56 years until his death from cancer in 2010. For many years after the retirement of Sandra Day O'Connor, Marty, as he was called, was often the only man in the group of Supreme Court spouses, but he was famously unfazed by it. Ginsburg called him her best friend, and when asked by Katie Couric why their marriage was so successful, she had this to say, you can't have it all, all at once. Who, man or woman, has it all, all at once? Over my lifespan, I think I have had it all. But in different periods of time, things were rough. And if you have a caring life partner, you help the other person when that person needs it. Mm. (laughs) She says that so well. So, uh, I'm all about a good relationship. 
find someone that is going to support you. And as Ruth said, make sure it goes both ways, right? Each person cares for and supports the other person. I know in the children's book I mentioned earlier, I Descent, it talks about their relationship and Marty. And it was just so, so caring. And neither of them made assumptions about the other. They let the other person grow and try new things and supported the other one like mad. So think Think about yourself, your relationship, or future relationships, and what you want them to look like. How are you supporting the people in your life, whether it's a partner or even children? How can you be supportive and help them stretch to achieve their goals or find something meaningful? in both of your lives. So I will, of course, do a shout out to my partner, Sam. I have done nothing but grow since I've met her. I went from a 30-year people pleaser (laughs) to thriving and stretching and growing so much that friends and people I used to work with would not see me as the same person that they worked with just because I've, I've grown and I've tried new things and I've gotten outside of my comfort zone. Yes, there are still things that make me uncomfortable, but all I know is when you have someone that's supportive in your life and you have that communication piece down, which is so important. Things can be much, much easier. So think about your relationship. How do you want it to look? What can you do today, this week, to be even more supportive? And if you don't know, instead of assuming, ask. Ask them, how can I better support you? And of course, Hopefully, they will ask the question right back. But if they don't, then you go ahead and share. Share how you can be supported or what you need from them. Y'all know I am a huge fan of the five love languages. So if you and your spouse haven't had that talk yet, do it. (laughs) Do it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, reach out and message me. I love, I do love working with couples and helping their relationship because I know as a counselor and school counselor and life coach, I know that the relationship of parents has a huge, huge effect on the kiddos. So if you're a parent, uh, if if you don't want to do it for yourself, right, or you're just in a place of ugh (laughs) with your partner do it for your kiddo. And if you're struggling with this, reach out. I'd love to help. The next thing we want to talk about is Ruth, is that a lesson that we learned from her is pay it forward. 
pay it forward. You, some of you might be thinking of people at Starbucks that end up paying for the person's coffee in front of them. But let's hear how it looks in terms of Ruth. From her position on the bench of the highest court in the land, Ginsburg continues to fight for women's rights, especially in her own workplace. Case in point, Ginsburg had this to say about the demographic breakdown of the court during a 2015 talk at Georgetown. People ask me sometimes, when do you think it will be enough? When will there be enough women on the court? And my answer is when there are nine. (laughs) People are shocked, but there'd be nine, there had been nine men and nobody's ever raised a question about that. (laughs) I love the way, the way that she isn't just satisfied with her own success. She's wanting everyone to be successful. She's wanting to pave the way for others, other women, other mothers, because she was always about equality. And I love that. And the last lesson we have today from Ruth Bader Ginsburg is leave the world a better place than it was when you found it. When asked what Ginsburg would like to be remembered for, her answer was simple. Someone who used whatever talent she had to do her work to the very best of her ability and to help repair tears in her society. To make things a little better through the use of whatever ability she has. To do something outside myself. Because I've gotten much more satisfaction for the things that I've done, for which I was not paid. Ooh, that's powerful. What is it that brings you satisfaction? How can we, as a community, as a city, as a family, leave the world in a better place than it was when we found it? Is it reaching out and helping others that are less fortunate? Is it volunteering, contributing? There's so many different ways that I'm not naming right now. <laughs> so think of, think of something. How can you leave this world better than you were raised? All right, so what am I watching? These are all RBG inspired on the basis of sex. It was a wonderful movie. And of course, some SNL skits about RBG. The quote, fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way that others will join you. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Thank you again for for listening to the Coming Out Loved and Supported podcast. I love you. And yes, you are enough in all the ways. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you are the kind of person that likes to help others, then please share this with friends and family. If it helped you, then it will probably help others. Also, if you're needing support and inspiration daily, then connect with me at Life Coach Annie on Facebook. I am so grateful for you taking the time to listen today. If you could do me a favor, please leave a positive review so that more people in the LGBTQ community can find meaningful content that motivates.